just listen to this man. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored. In our sixth season, thank you for uh, listening. This is a quick program today, not a scheduled program, because of everything that's going on in, in our world. Ladies and gentlemen, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, happiness is a lifestyle. And as we recommend please keep a, a constant positive attitude think healthy thoughts exercise get outside and get some fresh air keep your mind active and keep your body active keep in touch with the spiritual side and meditate for yourself and your fellow men oh my gosh ladies and gentlemen what is going on uh, with our world and that's why more than ever, we must continue to use our logic, which is grounding and stabilizing, and our imagination to keep us soaring and have a vision for life. Now, before I get on with my thoughts uh, on the COVID history, I want to just report something that uh, is in the papers, and that is cancer-linked Monsanto chemical discovered in five major orange juice brands. Now, we are talking about glyphosate. Glyphosate is Roundup. It's a weed killer. It's now found in the Tropicana brand sold at Target. It's found in Minute Maid, in the Jack in the Box Minute Maid, Stater Brothers, 
Signature Farms. Kirkland sold at Costco. They have Roundup, and it is a biological poison. Glyphosate is. In fact, uh, we will do another program on this because glyphosate affects every system in your body. And it may be the reason why we're seeing so many tendon problems because it replaces the amino acid glycine. And one of the reasons, one of the treatments for glyphosate poisoning is taking glycine, 1,000 to 3,000 milligrams a day. But just think, Tropicana brand orange juice has 26.05 parts per million. Minute Maid, 13.54 parts per million. And we, and we want to keep using these genetically modified foods. This, uh, this was brought to our attention by Dr. Mark Circus, S-I-R-C-U-S. And it is published in greenmedinfo.com. So uh, we will have to have a, a, another program on glyphosate and the difference between salt, because I've seen a lot of people just not eating salt. And, and that's probably a good thing because they're, they're turning away the refined white salt table sugar. And it is bad stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but there is good stuff that has uh, minerals in it and uh, is good for your body. So where have we been uh, with with, uh, with this whole pandemic issue? Let me let me just go back from memory. Um, for various reasons, I, I did not have access to my uh, library today. But just think about this. Years before, Fauci and Gates predicted a pandemic. Years before this pandemic started, Fauci and Gates were friends and they were friends with the WHO, and the WHO is friends with China. This gain of function that it was being used in North Carolina and, and uh, funded by Fauci, probably the one good thing that Obama administration did was cut off that, that type of research, but that did not affect the uh, unelected uh, President Fauci. He went ahead and sent millions to Wuhan along with some of our scientists to continue this research. Then they predicted a pandemic. And what's the first thing they did is they resurrected a PCR test, which was invented for commercial use only. And the Nobel Prize winning inventor said it is not a diagnostic test, Gary Mullis should not be used for diagnosis. And what initially did they do? They start running this test at cycle thresholds of 40, 35 to 40, which guaranteed 90 some percent false positives. When it's run at that level, you cannot find viral particles. And Fauci actually admitted this in July and the New York Times reported it in August, the test was absolutely worthless. And then they hooked up with uh, Neil Ferguson in uh, Great Britain, a uh, disgraced modeler who predicted millions of deaths. 
They have not to this day, as far as I know, and I, I think I have an article on that I can look up later, have identified the 30-some thousand base pairs of this virus. They have pieces of it. So the virus itself, isn't this incredible, has never really been identified. So we have a modeler, Ferguson, who is a disgrace modeler, and all of his models have been wrong. I think he's batting 100%. Predicted millions of deaths. We have a test that was guaranteed to be positive so we could have a case-demic no matter what. We had a CDC who was complicit in this who made sure that the death certificates all were labeled COVID. In fact, there's articles now and lawsuits being prepared that states that the CDC overestimated COVID deaths by 1,600%. So why, why do you think we saw no flu this year? Because every flu case was called a COVID. Why have we seen less heart attack deaths and less cancer deaths? Because they all were, or no, I can't say all, most were, Label COVID. Initially, you needed a positive PCR test, which was absolutely worthless. But later on during the year, all the physicians certifying the death certificate had to say was the person had symptoms of COVID without a test, and they were labeled as COVID. So we had a pandemic in the making and without, and and still a virus was not completely isolated. So what did, what else did the Fauci team do? Well, they said the hydroxychloroquine, a drug that he said was a miracle drug and is one of the basic drugs that WHO has always recognized. He said it was worthless. And then some fake studies came out about hydroxychloroquine. In fact, there, there was a study published in The Lancet. And it was completely false. All the numbers, they had to retract it. The frontline doctors, however, and other uh, immunologists around the world were using hydroxychloroquine with great results. It was a great therapeutic if used early. So then they retested this uh, hydroxychloroquine, but then they did it in people already in bad condition. The hydroxychloroquine worked early in the first five days of symptoms before this virus took over our bodies. So we had a therapeutic. We had ivermectin. And then we found out that people who were, had adequate levels and of vitamin D, especially D3, either did not get the COVID or if they did, it was very mild. This was suppressed. Dr. Brownstein treated hundreds of patients with ozone injections and, and hydrogen peroxide inhalations and, and the vitamin therapy. All of his studies were taken down. Dr. Saul treated patients with intravenous vitamin C in high doses. He was criticized and everything he wrote was taken down. 
They only wanted the remdesivir and the vaccines for a disease so deadly that you had to be tested to see if you had it. And they scared everybody into getting a test and the test was guaranteed to be positive. 97%. In fact, in the country of Portugal, they outlawed the test because they said it was only valid 3% of the time. So then we had all these deaths every day. Uh, the cases would be uh, reported and the deaths would be reported, but all the deaths were, excuse me, I had an interruption there. The deaths were from everything. We had no flu deaths. We usually have 60,000 or so flu deaths a year. We had none. Why? Because they were all put by the CDC into the COVID pile. When you look at total deaths from 19 to 20, there was not an increase by four to 500,000. The CDC then on their website said that only 6% of the total deaths were from COVID. The other, others were with COVID. And remember, we have a virus called SARS-CoV-2. That is the virus. COVID is actually when you get all the symptoms. And then they put all these patients in the hospital on ventilators. And apparently they forgot about Boyle's Law. And these patients died, 90-some percent died that were put on ventilators. All the while ignoring ivermectin, vitamin therapy, hydroxychloroquine with zinc and, and the z -Pack. Doctors were thrown off staffs, staffs of hospitals. They lost their license if they would be prescribe hydroxychloroquine. The frontline doctors even recommended hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactic. It has a half-life of 50 days. I mean, if you take one, you still have some of the medicine in your body 50 days later. And then they come up with the vaccines. Warp speed. Vaccines that have never been used in human beings before and they were approved as an, as an experimental injection with only two months of clinical trials. And these clinical trials were performed on healthy volunteers. The mRNA vaccines had been tried by Moderna to, for cancer therapy. Very unsuccessful. Every, everyone died. There has never to this day been a successful coronavirus vaccine. You'll hear talks about the ferrets. The ferrets were used uh, as the animal trials, right? They generally never went from the lab to human beings. They never used human beings as test subjects. So in the prior uh, versions of uh, coronavirus vaccines, they used ferrets. And the first seemed to have a fantastic antibody response. Wow, they said, we got it. Then they exposed the ferrets to the real virus. You'll hear it called the wild virus. You know, they all died. 
they all died. And I do recommend you listen to Dr. Dolores Cahill. She is a world expert immunologist, author, virologist. I do recommend you listen to her, C-A-H-I-L-L. You can search it and it'll come up. She is outspoken on this particular vaccine, not because she's anti-vaccine, but like every like a lot of people, including uh, Robert F. Kennedy from the Children's Health Defense, are just want to be cautious about a vaccine that has never been used before, has lots of new ingredients, and has the potential to change your DNA. I'll explain a little bit more about this as I have in the past. But how about masks? Everybody is wearing a mask. German neurologist, uh, Dr. Brisson, she agrees with everybody else. The re-inhalation of our exhaled air will without a doubt create oxygen, oxygen deficits and a flooding of carbon dioxide. So as I have told our audience, you can live weeks without food. You can live days without water, but you can only live four minutes without oxygen. And Dr. Brisson states in an article that she wrote, we know that the human brain is very is a very sensitive to oxygen deprivation. There are nerve cells in the hippocampus that cannot live longer than three minutes without oxygen. They cannot survive. The scary part is these acute symptoms that are a warning sign can consist of headaches, drowsiness, dizziness, issues in concentration, you know, like brain fog, slowing down our reaction time and, and slowing down how we think. But when oxygen is chronically deprived, like people wearing one mask, two masks, three masks, all the time, even exercising, even in the out and being outside on a boat, all of these symptoms gradually disappear because your body gets used to them. But, your efficiency will remain impaired and not having enough oxygen in your brain will continue to progress. So while you're thinking you've gotten used to wearing your mask and rebreathing your own exhaled air, the degeneration continues in your brain and gets amplified as your oxygen deprivation continues. And guess what? There's another problem. Your nerve cells in your brain cannot divide themselves normally. So in case you decide that it is not necessary to wear a mask and that maybe our governments will generously allow us our God-given and constitutional rights to breathe air, and then you go back to breathing this oxygen freely again, the lost nerve cells will never, will no longer be regenerated. What is gone is gone. So do you see or what is happening? Okay. So we have a, a, a virus that really is not completely isolated. We have a test that is completely false. 
And I think evidence is showing that this is this was known from the beginning. Now the Fauci group and others are saying that anything over 17 to 20 cycle thresholds is absolutely false positive. It's only when the test is done at lower cycle thresholds that you can find any virus in a positively tested person. And there are, you could call them conspiracy theorists, but maybe they are truth uh, seekers who think that that painful swab up your nose collected DNA. The initial tests from China, believe it or not, were contaminated. They had the virus. How many people got the virus when they got that swab put up their nose? So here we are today. We've been locked down. Jobs have been lost. People's lives devastated. Teenage lives killed. Suicides in teenagers. I have a friend that's a detective and he's he he may have to retire because he's getting tired of investigating teenage suicide. Not tired of it. It's affecting him emotionally. How about the overdoses? How about child trafficking? All this has increased while we've been locked down and causing ourselves to become brain dead because we're following all these dictates without any science behind them. People say, well, how about masks? Well, there are, there is not one study that proves that masks do anything to prevent this virus. In fact, the CDC had a study on their website that, that showed that more people got sick from wearing masks than, than did not. In fact, it was like 70% of mask wearers, they were nurses, got the symptoms of the virus where only 15% of the non-mask wearers did. The largest study you don't hear about, it was done in Denmark, 6,000 people, roughly half. It's not exactly, but roughly half and half, mask wearers versus non-mask wearers. No difference in symptoms. And later studies more recently have shown that if you have the virus and you have COVID, you're, you you would have to be in front of a well person for about 15 minutes right in their face and that you would be contagious. Now, if you put a mask on and you have the symptoms of SARS-2 and you have COVID, you put a mask on. Now, these big droplets that would normally come out of your mouth and fall to the ground within six feet, now they can travel for 30, 40, 50 feet because now they're smaller droplets. And remember, putting the mask on decreases your oxygen concentration, increases your carbon dioxide. And yes, your body is, is, is incredible. It will get used to it, but the damage is ongoing. People that are poisoned with arsenic, they don't die the first day. It is a slow progressive. Their body gets used to it and they don't even know they're dying. So the virus is real. I'm not saying it's not, but I think for a disease that has a uh, infection fatality rate of like 0.006% in that range, 
most people survive elderly over 75 80 with multiple 2.6 other diseases they have a hard time but you know if we get them early and get them on hydroxychloroquine ivermectin and tomorrow i'll tell you after i finish reviewing this study out of the dominican republic the use of lysine seems to be a non-prescription way of treating COVID. The preliminary results that I saw look really great, but I want to look at this study and I'll talk about it tomorrow. Lysine, a, a, a supplement, it's an amino acid that most people, maybe not most people, but a lot of people know is used for herpes uh, fever blisters, right? It is looking like it can be treated, it can treat COVID like hydroxychloroquine. And you know what? Hydroxychloroquine is a cheap drug. You know, let's say it costs 60 bucks to have a, a four weeks of treatment versus remdesivir, which is the Fauci drug, which is $3,200 more or less. And then we have the vaccine, right? Please listen to Dr. Dolores Cahill or Dr. Lee Merritt, M-E-R-R-I-T-T, either, either one, and get an, an expert that's not, not connected to the, to the government or to the Gates Foundation or the, or the WHO or to China. See what they say about these. Now look, on, on February 11th, I, I did a screenshot of selected adverse effects reported after COVID-19 vaccination. Remember, only 1% of COVID vaccination adverse effects are reported, less than 1%. So it says here, VAER, Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System, received 1,170 reports of death among people who have received the COVID-19 vaccine. Now, all of a sudden, they say, findings revealed no link with vaccination. But prior to the vaccine, you could have uh, jumped off the Empire State Building, fell to the ground, tested, had that fake test done, and you were labeled as a COVID death. Now, nothing's connected to the vaccines. Is that, you think that's possible? Huh? Now, another expert. He, he agrees flu has been rebranded as COVID-19. He did samples out of, let me see, 1,500 patients and found no COVID-19, he, he, he emphasized N-O-N-E. All the samples revealed influenza A and influenza B. The samples were then sent to other labs that, that all got the same result. No COVID-19, all influenza A and influenza B. These virologists contacted the CDC and were told that the CDC does not have any samples of this virus. No one anywhere has yet isolated this virus or mapped its DNA and shown that it exists. 
I mean, can, I'm not making this up. It is, so why are we still locked down? Why are our kids not in school? Why are they being brainwashed to wear a mask, to, to, to conceal their identity, to have a no sense of self, self-worth? Are, are we running out of humanitarian times here? Are we all going to die? And how about this uh, doctor from John Hopkins? I, I'm, I'm surprised that he's still around. A couple days ago, uh, Dr. Marty Macary, M-A-K-A-R-Y, says COVID cases are down 76%, but he, he says this is not solely due to the vaccine. He's a surgeon. He's a professor at John Hopkins, the Gates Controlled Medical Center. He says not enough vaccines have been distributed for the case count to drop significantly, this significantly. He says we're seeing a decrease because more Americans have had it than has been recorded. That's another thing that, that really gets me ticked off. The WHO, this is a organization that's controlled by China, in my opinion. They changed the definition of herd immunity. They changed, they say the only way you can get herd, herd immunity is from vaccinations. Well, how the heck did we survive so many thousands of years? The best immunity, I've said it for one year now, is to have a superior interior to have our immunity inside of us, in our guts, where 80% of it takes place. I have a good interior, good probiotics, a good diet. Get rid of the sugar. There's a doctor. I'm surprised he had, he's still alive. Seems that anybody that criticizes the the narrative has a problem. And how many thousands of lives could have been saved if they were able to use hydroxychloroquine without being demonized by Fauci and the medical establishment? How many thousands of lives could have been used with this treatment? This preventative treatment, how many thousands of lives could have been saved by using nebulized peroxide there are a lot of studies ladies and gentlemen out there on life site news on the children's health defense about masks being the new symbol of tyranny they don't work they have never been proven to work but they do make us sicker they, they do destroy our brain cells I mean, that's, that's scary enough. And why are these mandates, why are they, they, they want to control this population so much? Another incredible physician is Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, T-E-N-P-E-N-N-Y. She's put her, her life on the line about vaccines and masks. And all the all these the mass studies, she says, referred uh, that Dr. Fauci 
refers to, quote, are a noble lie, unquote. And Fauci has, of course, he's he's been flip flopping like House of Pancakes on this on the on the mask issue. Now he's up to what three, four, five masks. I don't know where where he's going. He wants us to put a mask on when you come out of the womb, and leave it on until you are cremated or put in the ground. And now he's creating a society where if you follow the science and the science say they don't work and you're out there without a mask, you're being demonized by people that cannot think for themselves and they're, that are so afraid of their own shadow. This is really scary. That's why I just want to take a few minutes to talk about it today. There is no science about masks, ladies and gentlemen, none, no data in wearing a mask during waking hours, wearing it outside. Can you imagine you're the only person in a boat and you're out in the water and you have a mask on? No wonder they're getting lost. And what are they doing to our health? One more study I just want to tell you about because I have it here. There's a 25,000 German students, Dr. Nepute, N-E-P-U-T-E. 68% of them had some kind of impairment from mask wearing. Not only now you have physical effects, now how about the psychological effects on our kids? Are we, be, are we training our kids to be fearful, to take a deep breath? Are we training them to feel that oxygen is a horrible thing for them when you only can live four minutes without it? Are we training them to think that anybody that doesn't wear a mask is a dangerous person? When I was a kid, you were only afraid of masked people because you thought they were bandits. They might kidnap or harm us. Now it's the opposite with our children, I think. They're horrified, some of them, if they don't have a mask on. We have physical effect, a mental effect. And how about the, the, the effect? We don't know 100% yet that it's posing to our respiratory system. We do know that bacterial pneumonias are up because you're breathing your own bacteria back in your body. No doubt that respiratory bacterial infections are on the increase. So those who decide to take the vaccine are in a clinical trial. And those who are consenting to wear masks 24 hours a day are in a clinical trial. And they don't even know it. They are giving their permission and they don't even know it. There are lots of studies about masks being used to control people. Well, you know, we could read about that. We, re we can read about what happened in Germany, you know. Is it a sign of submission? Is it true they use this in Gitmo to get the uh, uh, Taliban to start talking, just put them in a mask 24-7, make them feel submissive? Is a way of brainwashing us into thinking that it's unsafe not to wear a mask? Are they turning you and I against each other because uh, one wears a mask and one doesn't?
Dr. Tenpenny, I'll go back to her for a second because I just saw what she just wrote. She said, the efficacy of masks, which politicians point to, is in reality efficacy in bringing about encephalopathy, an inflammation of the brain, which makes our brains work less. Well, is that what they want us? They want to dumb us down even more? Along with the fear that people have been living in. You know, there's some people that I know have not left their house. You know, they have not left their house. I mean, isn't that incredible? Incredible. That's like a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? We know the vitamin D3 is important to control this, this, this infection, this viral infection. So you stay inside, you don't take supplements. I mean, they're going to get sick, they're going to die, and then they're going to say they die from old age. So if you if before the vaccine, everything was, was COVID. If you die after the vaccine, everything is because you're going to die anyway. But we have to have hope, all right? Please, we don't want to give up on this. I, I've done a lot of uh, podcasts about the vaccine, okay? And there are definitely problems with it. Because it's not a vaccine, ladies and gentlemen. It's a genomic therapy, an experimental therapy. These vaccines have not been, quote, unquote, approved. They only have been given emergency use authorization. The trials for these vaccines will end in 2023. And Children's Health Defense, again, I'll go back to that one, childrenshealthdefense.org. I mean, the CDC has misled us on the efficacy of these vaccines. Remember, it doesn't prevent you from getting it or giving it. It's only going to prevent you from getting really severe symptoms. In the meantime, you have this mRNA in our bodies that's lipid-coated, that's telling our DNA to keep producing it produces this spike protein and tells our DNA to, to produce antibodies against it 24-7. And it goes into our brain. That's why you, if you know people that have had the vaccine, they have severe headaches, brain fog. They have to lay down. They get sick. And they say it must be the virus in the vaccine. There is no virus in the vaccine. There is just mRNA. And we don't even know if there's only one. Dr. Judy Mikovits says there's a coating, uh, uh, an HIV coating on this that you you possibly, well, it did happen in Australia. People that got that vaccine, they tested positive for HIV. People that get the Pfizer or the Moderna vaccine, test some of them test positive for COVID. Have they induced a mass delusional psychosis on, on the world? Are, God forbid, are we going to start seeing our elderly population dying off for no, for unexplained reasons? Because they're not going to say it's COVID. And all the toxic chemicals we're using to clean our hands and all, we're de destroying our normal bacteria on our skin and in our guts. And now they have even approved a new chemical air treatment and it has known health hazards. You know, there's some countries, especially India, will not allow the Pfizer vaccine in because it hasn't been tested enough to their satisfaction. 
Some some nations are saying no to AstraZeneca's vaccine. That's a little one different. It's made from chimpanzee cells. And remember that Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine were passed through aborted fetuses cells. So you're seeing reports of hemorrhage, brain swelling, aneurysms. And, and a lot of other things like the suicides. Oh, it just, it destroys me. Everybody hiding behind a mask. And there's, there's a lot of ecological effects too. Like the, the, the whales, they need squalene for these vaccines. They're, they're going to be hunting whales. They're going to be getting rid of the uh, that big crab. I forget the name of it. To get its blue blood, the... Uh, Oh gosh, they, they they wash up on the shore in Jersey. I forget. But I mean, there's a lot of things in these vaccines is uh, going to help destroy our, our environment. And lastly, because I don't want to just keep talking. I mean, the WHO deleted naturally acquired immunity from its website. They took it off and they said the only way you can have immunity is, is by a vaccine. Does that make any sense to anybody? Lastly, but not leastly, I've talked about male fertility, how it's the sperm counts are going down. Right? When men are, are being less masculine. It started with the soy, okay? They're having less testosterone, less sperm, more estrogen. And now these vaccines have a coding sentition which interferes with sperm and the placenta of a mother. Can it be making our women infertile and our men unable to, to have a child? Remember, as a youngster, you always you were afraid of getting somebody pregnant. Now it may not even be possible as time goes on. Men are sperm counts are decreasing. You know, we're getting dumber because of the fluoride. I mean, we have so much fluoride in our body. Our IQs are dropping. You know, longevity is decreasing in the United States. And now we're starting to have our elderly population die. And we have so many military have, that have taken this vaccine. Is that going to influence them? Dr. Kale says, yeah, just wait, uh, 42 days after the second shot and after the they get infected with the real virus. So remember when you see uh, people dying or you see adverse reactions, you see like a CDC reports 11,000 adverse reactions. Remember that's only 1% that are reported. Multiply that by 99% and you get the real numbers you know you're going i'm sorry to say and i hope i'm wrong i don't mind being wrong but you know this mrna vaccine has been causing blood disorders you know the that the young physician in miami his platelets disappeared to zero he bled to death and others also so just uh, 
with the help of a good friend in Pennsylvania, wanted to do this uh, little uh, purge for me because I, I, I just worry about our civilization. I wonder what's, what's happening, why we're not getting all of the news, what's going on. So I thought, well, maybe just in a few minutes, I'll give you my perspective of it and uh, what we can do about it. Well, I know one thing. It may come a time when we have to be, you know, just assert our rights, our God-given and constitutional rights. Why do I say that? Because I'm, uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm worried about the mass, the social distancing, which is really physical distancing, this virtual learning. I'm old enough to know and remember communism. And maybe, you know, maybe they they have us thinking that, that we'll be protected from COVID-19, but maybe it's a cover story to get rid of our, and and disable our constitutional rights Maybe they don't want us to have personalities. They want to keep us behind a mask. How about religion? Christianity is under assault. A pastor from Denmark preached this Sunday that he had to leave Denmark, leave everything because they were going to kill the Christians. Do they want us all to be the same poor? So this does concern me because I have children, I have grandchildren, and I'm sure my listeners do also. So we, you know, with all this virtual stuff, we don't get together and have social interactions. Everything is virtual. That's not the way the human being was meant to be. Social interactions are critical to our well-being, to our longevity, to our immune system. I told you, I think that these vaccines will genetically mutate us. And Dr. Cahill feels the same way. And now we're eating genetically modified foods. It's in our vaccines. You know, once you're mutated, it's over. You can't undo it. Most of us have seen, I took a walk with, uh, in, into a shopping area this Sunday to have lunch with our son. I couldn't believe how many empty stores. They'll never come back. So I've talked about how doctors kill close to 400 and some thousand people every year and nobody talks about it. But even deadlier than doctors is communism. They keep killing and killing and killing. That worries me. But was this a pandemic, like some people have said, instead of a pandemic? Was it all planned? You know, communism kills more people than famine, nuclear weapons, or disease. It's a deadly virus, ladies and gentlemen. I worry about it. Because you're either filthy rich or you're deadly poor. There's no middle ground.
So everything that they're doing, the mass, the distancing, the virtual learning, it keeps us isolated, in my opinion now. No more group thinking. Don't get together and talk about these things. And this this did occur in, in history before. And, and some of us that are old enough remember World War II. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dr. Ron. Yes, I am a board-certified physician. Yes, I've been a physician for over 55 years. I have two boards. I've written peer-reviewed papers. I'm a licensed acupuncturist and hopefully have learned uh, some things during my years on this earth. So um, I do get... I don't get depressed because I, 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 I am grateful for what I have, for grateful for my life here in the United States, for my family, for my freedom. But I worry about what's happening. I worry what's happening with the vaccines. I hope, I, and I hope I'm wrong and I don't mind being wrong. I hope nobody dies from it. But people are smarter than I, like Dr. Cahill, Dr. Merritt, Dr. Mikovits, Dr. Tenpenny, they don't see a rosy picture ahead. So ladies and gentlemen, keep doing your research, right? Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Dr. Judy Mikovits, uh, Lee Merritt, and Dr. Cahill. And get an education. See what you want to do with your body. Just remember, genetically modification, genetic modification cannot be undone. Now, I say that in one respect, but I, I am also with a group of physicians who are trying to figure out a way uh, that if we're forced into this, which I hope we're not, uh, you might be able to uh, mitigate some of the bad effects of this. mRNA, which is in every, gets into every cell of your body, it crosses the blood-brain barrier. Dr. Judy Mikovits, a molecular and cellular biologist, PhD, She's worried about an onslaught of multiple sclerosis, Lou Gehrig's disease, Parkinson's disease. And as an aside, she says, if you have a neurodegenerative disease, you should not get this vaccine. That's her opinion. And I would defer to that since she's more experienced with this than I am. So ladies and gentlemen, that's it. I don't want to keep rambling. I hope I've given you something to think about. Uh, tomorrow, uh, I've I'm going to talk about glyphosate and some mitigations for glyphosate and, uh, and continue how the, even our environment is being poisoned. Okay. With 80,000 chemicals in our environment with only 5% of them even tested for safety. And needless to say, the CDC is a private organization. Please remember that. Check it out. See, go to go to Dun and Bradstreet and see if the CDC has a listing there. They buy and sell vaccines, and there's like a revolving door between the CDC, the FDA, and big pharmaceutical companies. You you see this? They just travel from one one group to the next. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, hopefully, uh, I'll see you again. And uh, I have I have my dear friend uh, Freddie who. Uh, going to take us home. Remember, I'm on all different platforms, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Alexa, uh, Spotify, 
you know, if you if you don't want to listen here on Podbean or some of my other other programs, also Apple and Google, and I do appreciate it. And I do have an attitude of gratitude for for everybody listening. And we'll see you tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day. Hey everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house So if you have a pain Call the doctor If you have a strain Call the doctor Let the doctor know what's bothering you When the doctor is in the house The doctor is in the house See you next week